Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining me for my podcast. I wanted to say a couple of things before we got into this episode of the podcast. Uh, I wanted to let you know that this was recorded the day after we put our dog of over 10 years, Miss Layla, down. Um, There are emotions in here that are so raw because I was reflective of a lot of things that went on this summer and most of the year. So please forgive the repetitiveness. I was so in my feelings, but I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate some comments on some of the things that I talked about. What's your opinion? Nothing negative. This world is negative enough. We don't need any more of that. But if you have an honest opinion about some of the things that I was talking about, you know, drop me a line. YolandaBurnett.com. You can find me on the internet. Just Google me. I'm there. You know what? I'm just going to let you listen to the podcast. Enjoy and have a wonderful day. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second installment of my podcast, Keep Trying Till You Get There. I must admit, I am a little bit late uh, with the second version of Keep Trying Till You Get There, the podcast. This particular episode is going to go in a totally different direction. And as I've often said to people, if God is not your thing. I hope you believe in a higher power other than us humans on this earth, because believe me, we are messed up. I come with a very heavy heart. A couple of years ago, we lost our dog, Mr. Dreams, and I named him Mr. Dreams to always keep my dreams in front of me. I think I've mentioned that before. And that was very heartbreaking. We got him from a litter in Michigan or something, and they were just giving the dogs away because we don't believe in going in pain astronomical amounts for dogs. A couple of years later, we got Layla, got her from her family. Remember, they were moving. And my husband is a dog lover. They're like family to him. And so we got Layla. And I remember the first time my husband saw Layla. Well, I, to- I actually told my husband there was a dog that they were going to maybe possibly leave her. And he says, no, we'll take her. We'll take her. And he kept bothering me for weeks about Layla. Where's Layla? Where's the dog? Where's the I'm like, let's just go get the dog. And I remember the first time he picked up Layla and she went limp. And we brought her in the house and Dreams immediately took to her. Unfortunately, we, we had to make the difficult decision to put her down yesterday, which was really, really hard. And see, I didn't, I grew up with one dog. That was Pancho. And I remember loving that little dog. I was a teenager. And I remember them calling me. I was actually in Oklahoma with my then dad and said that he had choked on a chicken bone. So I didn't understand the love of dogs uh, like I do with my husband because we were older when we got married, and I was like, I can't be having no kids. These ovaries are so not working. And he says, well, can I have a couple of dogs? I'm like, sure. So we got a couple of dogs. But like I said, we had to put Layla away yesterday. We did not immediately replace Mr. Dreams when he passed away. We waited a couple of years because we wanted to have the perfect situation, that perfect timing. So uh, about eight or nine months ago, we finally decided that we were going to give Layla some company because she seemed kind of lonely at at the house. Maybe she had a personality like, I'm okay, but it'd be nice to have somebody, mom and dad. So we went and got um, to the local shelter and we looked and Nettie picked my husband. And so we brought Nettie home. But while I was there, there was this beautiful little dog with these droopy little eyes. And his name was Oliver. I'm like, that's not really a good name for a dog. He reminded me the first time that I saw him of a grandpa. He just looked at you with these eyes. I'm like, I like that dog. And I almost did not get him. 
he really weighed on my heart. And so we went back and got grandpa. Now, keep in mind that when we first got those two, Layla was kind of getting old and it's like she was revived for a couple of months. And so now I see the perfect timing. Everything has a perfect timing. And I have to remember that in my life. I get so anxious about things. Some of you know that I'm an actress and I get anxious about parts. And I must say that this year was probably is so far the roughest year I've ever had in acting with the rejection and not getting the part and being, you know, the second choice that didn't get the part and being replaced in a production at the last minute, getting that phone call. Oh, the director wants to go a different way hours before having to be on set, being replaced quite a few times this year. This has been a hard year. But my inner self and my God-believing self says, trust God. Now, when we put Layla down yesterday, I thought, this is perfect timing. We have Nettie and we have Grandpa, who is a handful. And I remember thinking back that I was not going to get Grandpa because I'm like, what am I going to do with three dogs? But I look and see how perfect the timing was. Like we don't, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have had any dogs in the house, which is odd because since we've been married, we've had dogs in the house. And I thought, what perfect timing this is. We still have Nettie. We still have Grandpa. Layla's moved on. And um, to much re- relief because she was having some problems. And, and let me touch on this a little bit. For those of you who believe in empath, um, I have a sense of things, which is why I don't really go around a lot of people unless I have to, because I can sense a room. And I've been heavy. And I don't know if anybody understands the heaviness of something that it, that's going to occur for like a last couple of weeks or so. I've been just really heavy, couldn't get my brain to do anything, doing these auditions and getting rejected and crying my eyes out because some of the parts I really uh, I really wanted and I could not figure out why I was so heavy. I don't know if some of you get that, but I was just heavy. So I and I couldn't figure it out and I woke up yesterday and I was extremely heavy. Uh I'm very sensitive to emotions. I'm very sensitive to people's energy. My son calls, he says, you're an empath, and he's into numbers, and I guess I'm high on that number thing thing. I don't know what that number thing thing is, but he says, me and my grandson are, are, are very high on the numbers. I don't know. Maybe I'll research it. But I woke up yesterday, and I was extremely heavy, and I had to go grab my Bible, uh, and I'm one of those. I open the Bible, and whatever pops out at me, and I was almost relieved. But as the day went on, we had no idea that we were going to have to put her down yesterday. And it's perfect timing because my husband has sent me to take her to the doctor early in the morning. I couldn't find the doctor's office. So I said, oh, I'll just wait until you get off and I'll meet you at the doctor's office. And we got there and the news was not good. She um, was infected throughout her body. And we, we struggled as to whether we should put her down or do the surgery in it was all about the quality of life for her. So we did ultimately decide to uh, put her down. And I'm glad that perfect timing came in handy yesterday because it was perfect timing. I would not have known what to do early in the morning. And you're telling me that this, that this dog needs surgery and her quality of life is not going to be good. Once again, perfect timing because my husband got off work. He went and did it. We made the decision. We asked my grandson 
should we do the surgery? He says, no, Granny. And this is from a 13-year-old. She's suffered enough. She's had a good life. And so we made the decision. It was very quick, which is one of the things I want to also touch on. I think that humans should have the right to say that I don't want to do this crap on this earth anymore when they get sick. I didn't know anything about euthanasia. Mr. Dreams died at home. He was an old guy. He had gray hair around his nose and everything. Mr. Dreams was a cool, cool dude. He had an attitude, but he was okay. And I didn't know anything about euthanasia. I knew of it like most of us do. I didn't know that they gave them the medicine and they were gone in less than two or three minutes, which is kind of cool. Why can't us humans have the right to do that at the end of our lives? I remember Dr. Kravorkian, and I didn't understand it back then why they were giving this man such a hard time relieving people of their pain. I don't want to suffer in this life. I don't know how many of you feel like that. Why can't we have the right to be put out of our misery as we do our pets, to be euthanized, to not go through the pain? My family, they have explicit instructions upon my death. Don't let me suffer, because if you do, I'm going to come back and haunt you. I swear to you, I'm going to come back and haunt you if you just let me sit there in a vegetated state. I remember being on set one day with a hospice nurse, and she told me, she says, you know, so many people would go so faster if people would just let their loved ones go. But instead, some of you want to hang on to people who are in a vegetated state, and that's your choice. Don't come at me because I said it. But talking to that hospice nurse, really opened up my eyes about the suffering that some people go through in hospice. And she was very explicit. She said, Miss Yolanda, some people need to let people go, give them permission to go. And in another context, why can't we have the choice that says that we can let people administer what needs to be done? Should we choose not to go through the pain of life of a terminal illness? I think we should have that right to do that. Because she was so peaceful when she went yesterday. I sent my husband to do it because he was the first one that she saw. And he brought her into this house. And I thought it only right that he should be there during Layla's last moments. And he said, babe, it was so peaceful. She was in so much pain. And I felt her pain in my body. I just woke up this morning not feeling heavy and that she was okay. She's like, okay, mom, I'm okay. My body was just, it was jacked up. And I feel her little spirit around us this morning. And she's happy. She's with Mr. Dreams, our other dog. And it was so reassuring. And with that, I learned I have to rely and trust on God's perfect timing. He puts everything in place so perfectly because he is. We get anxious about things. We want things to happen. And we never know what God is saving us from. There's some crazy people out there. And we have to trust him in his perfect timing that he's going to line those cards up, those dominoes, whatever y'all play, whatever you line the bikes up, the motorcycles. They're going to be perfect timing for our lives. And I have to learn that because I get so anxious about stuff. I'm like, why didn't this happen? Why didn't I get that part? Why didn't I direct it to pick me? And I have to remember that is God's perfect timing. I have to trust him with my life and the perfect timing of my life. And never, ever stop, but also recognize when I'm heavy, the heaviness that has been on me for weeks and the emotional, and I'm quite sure some of you guys can relate to that. You just, I've been in an emotional 
craziness for weeks. It's been a difficult summer. Um, I'm going back to my music soon because I always release all of my pain and my struggles in my music. But it's been a difficult year in this business, and I really did want to quit. And how many of us know that if you quit, you're guaranteed not to succeed? I can't quit. I, I may have to sit back. I may have to cry. I may have to drink a couple of cups of coffee, but I can't quit. And I have to rely on God's perfect timing for my life because I've seen the vision of what I can become. I've seen the things that he's promised me. It's just a little hard right now. And I'm not as heavy, so I can go on and and do what I need to do. Excuse me, y'all. The two dogs are acting up. I'll be back. Yep, once again, God's perfect timing because I got to keep up with these two over here. But let me end the podcast by saying, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, believe in them. You can believe in the perfect timing of the universe. You can believe in Buddha or whatever it is that you believe in. Believe in something other than man because they are so screwed up. I am on certain days. I wrote a saying a couple of weeks ago, all is well except for in my head. My head has been a crazy place. I must say, I did not know why. We have in the last 30 days buried my mother-in-law and my little dog, Layla. Um, So it has been quite a challenge mentally. Coupled with some of the things I've been going through in the business, it has not been an easy road. But I still believe in God's perfect timing for my life. I still believe that he has great things for me if I don't give up. Even though it gets hard, that road is so hard. You know, I got the certain people on the Twitter that keep me going. There's a casting director, Danielle, and Steve Harvey with his quotes. Beyonce just created a song just for me, You Won't Break My Soul. What's going to save me from being completely depressed today? <laughs> I woke up with the spirit of Layla was okay. Her little body was failing her. And so was my mother-in-law. She was 90-something years old when she passed. But I've been in a place of kind of being lost, not really knowing what direction I want to go in, appreciating God for all of the multiple talents that he gave me, but sometimes struggling with the reality of, will these things ever come to pass? Will I be able to do voiceover, which I've always loved? Will I be able to write songs for Disney or anybody like that. Like I said before, before I had to go check on my dogs, when Beyonce came out with You Won't Break My Soul, it was like she was talking to me because I felt like my soul was, it was breaking because of the rejection, because of the crap that's going on in my head. And I'm quite sure there's a few of you that deal with depression. It it is very prevalent in my life. Um, But I know why in some ways over the last few weeks, why I've been really, my spirit has really been heavy. And I I have a release. And I know that I'm going to get to where I want to go if I don't quit. So to all of you out there who are struggling with life, (laughs) and life can be, life is just crazy sometimes. It's just, it challenges you. I always say life will bite at you, chew you out, and dare you to get back up again and regurgitate you. And our, our challenge in life is to keep going anyway because of the possibilities of life. 
And I see the possibilities. I know the possibilities in my heart. It's just that we are, we get in our heads. Trust me, I get in my head too. My head is a crazy place. And I always, um, when I see criticism of some of the things that I've done so far, and I think to myself, what you people say about me is so irrelevant. The battle in my head and these, this thing between my two ears, that's my battle. I battle with me. I'm not worried about people who don't pay my bills and put food on my table. I got to battle with me because every day I wake up, there I am, as the great Joyce Meyer would say. There I am. I'm trying to keep myself motivated to keep going and explore the possibilities. I have dreams that I want to accomplish. And some mornings I wake up and I just don't want to get out of bed, but I force myself. I force myself to get out of bed. I force myself to do that next audition. I force myself because I see the possibilities and I have to believe in God's perfect timing for my life. I'll be back. Um, later with some additional podcasts because I am a little bit behind but trust in the perfect timing of the universe or Buddha or Allah or whoever you believe in trust in their perfect timing in their lives but also put in front of that perfect timing action it gets hard some days I know I know it gets extremely hard some days But I beg of you to keep pushing for whatever it is that you want. Peace of mind. Um, I don't know what some of you want, but just keep pushing. Planting those seeds. Plant a lot of seeds. You know, be like an octopus with the eight tentacles and just plant stuff all over the place. You never know what may root up. Not only am I talking to you, I'm talking to myself too because I have to motivate myself to keep going get up and train for that 5k to get up and go to another class or whatever no not even seeing results right now I'm going on the possibilities of the results to keep going and Layla her passing has really lifted me her passing has renewed me in a in a strange kind of way and I feel her little presence inside of me saying get up mama get up mommy so God bless Layla as she rests in dog heaven I will miss her, but she has revived me and she's shown me from a little dog perfect timing. The perfect timing of Nettie and and Grandpa, whom I had to lock up for a few minutes in order to finish this podcast. The perfect timing of things happening and things falling into place. So don't give up. Trust in the perfect timing of whoever or whatever. The things will line up and things will happen. Rest in dog heaven, Miss Layla. Thank you for the revival. Thank you for being in our lives. Until next time, everybody. Just keep trying till you get there.